What is up, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Lucaside Podcast. You're going to hear that again in a little bit, but this is what I would say as you hear one of my first guests. I'll talk about it a little bit in this podcast. Um, it is my jujitsu professor, Jason. Uh, he is a black belt um, under Andre Galveo, and he is amazing. I was very nervous, as you could tell at the beginning of this podcast. I talk very fast, and it takes some time for me to settle in because this was the first, I would say, interview with someone that I still have a lot to learn from. And I learned a lot about my professor. This podcast was amazing. I I was super pleased right after, and I told him right away. I said, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, it was unbelievable. I hope that I can do everything good in post-production. And I'm toying with some new things. I'm trying out Alphonic and a couple different other tools to try and get post-production um, to where the editing of the podcast is perfect. And it's something I'm still learning, so if the audio is a little bit off, bear with me. Please listen to what my professor has to say. He, he's an amazing person, and it was just incredible to have him on the podcast. As you, we were supposed to talk about jujitsu, and we talk about that more in part two. So I split this up into two parts um, because it was two hours long, and <laughs> I've never done a podcast like that before uh, at such a uh, an undertaking. I didn't expect it to be two hours. And for my daily shows, if you look at them, they're five minutes to 10 minutes for my Monday and Friday shows. And then for Wednesday, it's at max 30 minutes. And I think with my mom, it's like 50. So two hours I felt would be a lot for you guys. So if the conversation ends at kind of a weird spot, um, I'm still learning how to do that. And hopefully as the podcast grows, I will just release those two hour episodes as they are. But for now... I wanted to split it up so each episode is going to be around an hour. We talk more about jujitsu in the second one, but in this one, it was awesome just getting to talk to my professor about his travels. We talked about that, um, where he's gone recently. Uh, we talked about video games for a little bit. We talked about technology. Uh, it was great. It was incredible. I actually had so much fun. Uh, it's It's been a while since I recorded, so I recorded a week ago and I went back and listened to it. I'm actually recounting it in my head as I record this intro. And I just wanted to shout out my professor one more time and say thank you again. And without further ado, here's my professor, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to a very special episode of the Lucas Hyde Podcast. Um, I'll do the whole intro by myself later, but today I have someone who's very special to me. Um, I've got my professor, my jiu-jitsu professor. Hey, hey. How you doing? Not too bad. Um, this, uh, I got I to gotta admit here, I got to admit before we start getting into questions and everything, I'm definitely a little bit nervous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I've literally talked to you for over a year. I don't know why you'd be nervous now. Oh, I'm not nervous about talking to you. I'm nervous about running this uh this show and uh I'm, i mean i don't even know this is well, look, this is man, new for me i started this gym four years ago 
and I had to literally overnight become a people person. There's yeah. so many days where you're like, I'm tired, I'm this, I'm that, and somebody walks in that door, and you're like, hey, it's good to see you, man. Yeah. How are you? You know, <laughs> like sometimes you just have to flick that switch. Yeah. You just got to go for it. You just got to be like, all right, you know, dude, it's just like anything. The more you do it, the better you get at it. Better get at it. No, I'm getting better at it. But like, let me, let me go over this real quick. Let me paint a little picture. This is, you're essentially my first, my first guest guest where I knew Joe really, really well. He's my best friend. My mom, she's my mom. And then you're my professor. So like I'm having you on now and I've got so much to learn. I've got so much information that you could, that you have. Because uh, all the conversations that we've had not recorded before, this is the first one we've ever recorded, obviously. Well, but, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, I was just talking to this to Joe about this yesterday, actually. I was like, man, if they ever get a hold of either the Snapchat or if they ever get a hold of whatever we're saying, we're in trouble. No, we're all doomed. That happened? We're all doomed. Oh, of course. That had my dad the other day. Our, our digital trail is just too big. <laughs> just don't get too famous. It'll all come out. I know. I, I, I would never recover. That face will recover a lot for you. Oh, no. But at a certain threshold, yeah. it's going to come back. <laughs> if they had if they had the gym bugged and mic'd up, I don't know. <laughs> I was saying that my dad was freaking out the other day, actually, because we were in Target and he, we were talking about like like a a crock pot or something. My mom was like, "Oh, like look, let's look at this crock pot." And then we went home later, and it showed up on his Amazon. And he was like, "Wait, wait! I didn't even look at it. I didn't search this. I didn't look anything. We just look at this in Target." And I was like, "Dad, they're listening to you." It's literally happened all the time. I mean, ninety nine percent of the time, we're all pretty boring. So people get like really weird. We are. Uh, worried about this they're like man i don't want people like knowing my info and like outside of my credit card and stuff i'm like i really honestly don't Mm -hmm. care it doesn't confront me one bit i'm not that exciting of a person i know you know like if someone's like well let's look at his history oh it's a lot of jujitsu and video games oh man i don't even look at that much jujitsu it's more because (laughs) i do this every day and it's like i wake up and i'm Mm -hmm. like what's on ign it's really not that exciting oh my god but then you start getting to you got to be careful about those those video game things then if they start doing some scary uh i don't know the japanese stuff now you know? <laughs> I, don't, I don't i don't play japanese games man they're too weird for me i watched akira as a kid and uh, i remember i got to like the end I was like, this is so awesome this is so awesome i'm like wait a minute he's turning into a giant blob that doesn't make any sense. And literally, maybe a couple months ago, as a 34-year-old adult, I Googled, what does the end of Akira mean? Oh, my gosh. And I was still like, nope, don't get it. No, it's, <laughs> like, it's right there for me. And I'm like, I don't, you know, don't, I don't understand. It's not my culture. Yeah. You know, not that I wouldn't appreciate it, but, um, you know, like, uh, and it, like this game like Neo or whatnot, people were talking about mm-hmm. how great it was. And I'm like, I don't I don't know. Is it Red Dead Redemption though? Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll come back I mean, around. was it Witcher 3? No, was it was Red- not. <laughs> oh, man. I just bought that again for the second time. That's how bad it gets. Oh, my. Witcher 3? <laughs> yeah. The game is so good. It's so good. I, was, I played 15 minutes of it and I was like, all right. And I saw that you can import everything from Witcher 1 to Witcher 2 to Witcher 3. Right, right. I played 15 minutes of Witcher 3. I was like, this game is so incredible. <laughs> I must play through every single one before this to upload everything to my Witcher 3. Dude, and I actually get to go to Poland in um, in September. This is kind of half yeah. the reason I like got the game again because I was like, look, I'm just saying like, I already went through this once, but if I'm going to Poland, it'd be nice to like, you know, that's oh, yeah. where the Witcher's based out of. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm excited for it. Although I assume that nobody wants to hear us talk about video games. Once again, like, go ahead and mic yeah. us up. We're not that exciting. No, no, I know. That's <laughs> that's a perfect example. No, you can talk about whatever you want. You can talk about whatever you want. But the 
this Poland trip, what, how did, so you're getting very well traveled now. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you just went to Bali, right? Yes, sir. Yes, I did. How was that? So, oh my goodness. You know, I've explained this a few times and um, it, it's hard to put into words because I think like each trip isn't about like where you went per se, mm-hmm. as much as it is like when, why, and where you went. Yeah. You know, because like. Um, I hadn't been on a plane in what, like 11 years, 12 years yeah. or something like that. So when we went to Bali, it was, it was this experience. It was so spiritual and I'm not a spiritual person. Like I don't like yeah. to use the word lightly, Yeah, but like it was like we got there and I didn't know what to expect. You know what I mean? And um, we Googled it, this, that, and the other, but you don't know until like boots are on the ground. Yeah, yeah. And we got there. I was like, I was blown away by how mm-hmm. spiritual the place is. And once again, like I don't like to use the word lightly. I don't mean yeah. it in the truest sense, but like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a it's a Hindu island, so um, I don't know much about like uh, Hinduism as far as like a religion is concerned. But like the few people that we talk to, I'll sum it up for you. There's a lot of gods. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's really true. But like, I guess each family had its own temple, like in their house yeah, or mm-hmm. on the grounds or something like that. Mm-hmm. So even like the rental houses we had had mm-hmm. like a little temple just like right there. And you know, like some can be small, some can be big. Um, and it was just like everywhere you went, there were these, um, and I have no idea what they're called. And I feel really bad for not knowing this, mm-hmm. but like they literally, they put these like, uh, um, little like flower arrangements out in the front of like their steps or wherever. And you see them everywhere and they're full of incense and flowers and they put them there every day. So mm-hmm. like Bali smells like incense because it's burning everywhere you go. Every single and it just room. like, I don't know. It's weird. It's like, and like I said, I feel bad for not knowing much about it, mm-hmm. but it was, it was a shotgun kind of trip, and I was more focused on like getting there yeah. than actually being there. So once I got there, I realized for the first time in a long time, I hadn't done any research oh, yeah. on the history of the place. You know, all of a sudden you're there, like, oh no, yeah, and like I don't know anything about this. You know, and I know they drive on the opposite side of the road. I know mm-hmm. it's a tropical paradise, and I know like geographically where it is, mm-hmm. but I can't tell you why it's the only Hindu island in a Muslim country. The most yeah. Muslim country in the world is Indonesia mm-hmm. by population. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, and so you have Bali, which isn't. Yeah. I couldn't tell you why, and mm-hmm. I feel a little weird about that. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, there's all this incense burning around me. I feel like this should unlock something, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. I'm still waiting for it. <laughs> it was, you know, you know, and like, um, I really suggest anyone that's going to listen to this or ever listen to me talk. Like, mm-hmm. I personally think traveling is the greatest thing oh, that yeah. you can possibly do mm-hmm. because if you look literally 100 years ago and, and it's not even 100 years ago we talked like 50 60 years ago oh, yeah. how hard it was to travel how oh, to get to country to country yeah you, you know it's so incredibly easy now oh yeah i mean so incredibly <laughs> easy uh, one of my student tom goes on like google flights and he finds like you know just super cheap flights. that's how we went to bali yeah literally i, I assumed he had done all this research yeah. he's like dude i found these tickets they were super cheap they're like 450 bucks and i was like you know that's a, that's a pretty good yeah, deal. Pretty, yeah. So he, he said we should go. And, um, you know, long story short, we eventually made it happen. And I think it was even after we went, mm-hmm. I was like, so how much research did you do before we went? And he was like, oh, none. I literally uh, saw yes. the <laughs> flights that morning and they were 450 bucks. So I told you. And mm-hmm. then we went. And here's the kicker. Like, if anyone remembers, back in October, the volcano had erupted there. Yeah. So that's why the ticket or the uh, tickets were so oh cheap. my gosh we had no idea <laughs> yeah. so we literally bought tickets to a place that was currently exploding yeah. to the point where we were actually there um mm-hmm. on one of the smaller islands called like the, the noosa islands and you could look over at mainland bali and you could see the volcano just venting you know mm-hmm. and it's like we're on the island the volcano is venting and like you know it wasn't even like that much but you could just tell that like you're so small 
in this world compared to like all the things that are moving that it really puts a lot of mm-hmm. stuff into perspective that's part of like the spiritual side of things not just like the fact that i'm in a, a different country with a different religion it was just the nature around you was so yeah. old and big and like dude the indian ocean for instance i've never seen an ocean move like that i promise yeah. you like i was like yeah it's an ocean it's fine yeah. like hey the current's strong we're like look dude I'm, i've been in a couple uh, currents yeah, in I'm my an life god i got the life-saving merit badge <laughs> trust me next thing you know we're almost gonna i know cpr the <laughs> I swam through a sea of jellyfish just to get back to shore. They were like, dude, there's jellyfish. I'm like, I don't care. We're I, I, getting I get sucked back. out to sea. I got to get back. And um, it was just, yeah, it was one of those experiences that was so, so enthralling that when I came mm-hmm. back, I had like pretty bad, like melancholy for like two or three weeks where I was just like, mm-hmm. I had nothing but unbridled fun for yeah. a week. Mm-hmm. And now I'm in Pennsylvania again. Yeah. You know, and it took a little while to shake it. Yeah. And then, you know, spring and summer it was. hit and you realize like, hey, you know, it's, yeah. it's nice here for yeah. at least half of the year. But I mean, it hasn't stopped now. Like I'm going to Croatia mm-hmm. in August and then Poland in September. And yeah. um, Croatia was another shotgun trip. The kid, mm-hmm. Tom, who convinced me to go to um, to Bali, he was going to Croatia. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm coming now. Yeah, yeah. Or I mean, come. Bali was awesome. And Poland was for the family. Ashley's family's Polish. That's my fiance. Mm-hmm. And um we're bringing our daughter and everything. Oh, you know? yeah. That'll be so, an awesome trip. Yeah. They're looking forward to it. That's Is for that sure. her first real trip? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's been in the car. We we drove her to Disney last year. And she's nice. just fine. This is the first time, like, on a flight. On a plane, you know? yeah. Yeah. Just, you know. Mm-hmm. Good luck. <laughs> we'll, fi- we'll figure it out. Yeah. I'm sure you'll be fine. Oh, man. You're I creative. Would, yeah, that's yeah. true. You know, mm-hmm. I'll I'll just take the uh, medication. I'll fall asleep oh and gosh. I'll wake up and she'll be there. <laughs> you're ti- you'll just time travel. You'll just time travel. <laughs> that was what it was oh, like to Bali. Oh, I woke up like, well, first we went to Shanghai. You yeah. know, you want to talk about culture shock. Oh, my goodness gracious. Like you China. Here, Shanghai and then right to Bali. Well, means, completely like, different things. In Bali, everybody was super friendly. Mm-hmm. The, the, our driver was like, if you don't speak English, you don't have a job. So it was like, <laughs> you understand that Australia is really close. Yeah. Too. Mm-hmm. So most of their tourism comes from Australia. So we were there as Americans. It was super seamless. It was really easy. But in like Shanghai, it was like their culture is not about servicing you yeah. in the slightest bit. It is a 5,000-year-old culture. Yeah. And I didn't have the slightest clue what was going on. I mean, people were bumping into you. This old lady literally used her stroller with two kids in it to push me out of the way <laughs> to get in line for a ticket counter. I'm like, and I was already in line for four minutes. Yeah. And I'm like looking. I'm like six foot four. And so is like mm-hmm. the buddy that's traveling with me. And I'm like, do we say something? And he just then, looks at me. He's like, nah, dog. This is how it works. <laughs> you, just, you, just, you just deal with it. And um, I mean, like China was really cool. We were only there for 12 hours, but like, mm-hmm. I mean, it it really did a lot for me personally to go and do and these things. time to get pushed over by a stroller. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not the first time you've ever been to Disney World. It's like battle strollers. Oh my gosh. I've literally, battle I've literally like run over it. people with the stroller. Yeah. It's like, I don't even think my kid needed it. I was yeah. just pretty sure I could use it as like a battering ram yeah. when necessary. Mm-hmm. You know, this guy i'll never forget it's we're more just, for you at that point yeah, yeah. We, we were in this big tight group and uh this guy kept bumping and he bumping into me so finally i just like had enough and i ran over his foot with the stroller probably intentionally you know i'd like to assume it wasn't you like but, to think it was an accident yeah, yeah. but then you start thinking later you're like man i really wasn't in a good mood yeah, yeah. and, and what oh, i was not too he's like bro you just ran over my foot and you know i looked at him and in so many words i was like yeah I yeah, yeah I, did. I, I did. I absolutely did. And I'd do it again, too. You know? <laughs> so, 
<laughs> you know, like, that's the thing about being a black belt. You hate to admit it, but you're like, look, I'll never fist fight anybody, but if I have to, yeah. I'll beat you up in front of your kids. Yeah. And I'm, I, it's not going to look good. <laughs> no. It's not going to look good at all. No, yeah, I've, I felt bad, like, in retrospect, <laughs> but, like, you know, like, yeah. people, man, like, you get that, that crowd of that amount mm-hmm. of people, and it's just super hot. Especially and, like, in, like, Disney. Oh, that kid might have gracious. just a repressed memory. Oh, my God. Just, like, just, they just don't respect their dad for the rest of their life because you just put him to sleep right in front of him. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, just, so I just can't get Tommy to listen just to me. Just the butterfly effect. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I just can't get him to listen to me. He won't go to bed. He won't eat anything I tell him to eat. He finds out he, he's in like a therapy session. Yeah, and I was, I was at Disney. My dad just got choked uh, out. Man, I don't think this is going to be relevant to anything you're ever going to want to talk about again. But when I was a kid, we played mm-hmm. football and we had Coach Pat. And Coach Pat was a mean Coach guy. Pat. Super tough guy. You know what I mean? And one time we were at a, a game and uh, there's a big concession stand. You get hot dogs and whatnot. And I'm pretty sure we used to get them after every game. Yeah. Um, we were done playing. There was another team coming on the field. Um and Coach Pat, he didn't mean to. I almost positive he didn't mean to. But we had the fear of this guy, right? Yeah. Like he would definitely terrify you. And he went and pushed this lady out of his way to get to the concession counter. Oh and I God. don't think he, like, I didn't think he like stiff armed her. But yeah. he probably was just being negligent. Yeah. But she was pregnant. Ooh. And she was pregnant with this hulk of a man's baby. Oh, my and gosh. Oh, he, poor Coach Pat. He, we'll just put it this way. After that day. You know, it wasn't but Coach Pat wasn't that scary. He wasn't that much of a tough guy anymore. Really wasn't. You know, yeah. you're like, well, you know, I mean, like, I'll listen to you, but I'm not scared anymore. <laughs> uh, Coach Pat, the other dude, he's just like telling, he's like, you got to run this play this way. Um, <laughs> Coach Pat, the other day when uh, we yeah. were over there. What it didn't look like you, were running. you zigged and you were supposed to zag, that, yeah. Coach Pat. Should have ran some nickel defense because you got stuffed under that uh, under that concession stand pretty quickly. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Poor Coach Pat. <laughs> That's where oh, it really. That's man. where your questioning of authority really started. Yeah, yeah. Coach well, Pat, dude, man, I was so happy. That guy, I, <laughs> <laughs> you know, as a kid, as an adult, maybe not so much. Yeah. But as a kid, I was just like, you're just watching your bully just get, like, oh yeah, taken out. You know, <laughs> he's just sitting there oh, yelling Pat. at you, do push-ups or whatever, and then you're like, man, you know what? You know, you know what? I'm happy. I actually got that guy's number, and he's speed <laughs> dial number four. Yeah, this is impressive. Oh it. my gosh. <laughs> Back when there was speed dial. Oh, know? my. I, you don't remember. I, know. I I really don't. I never got the hang of it. I just now it's too easy for me. So I just the generational gap between me and you. If I'm 35, 22, 23, 23. Yeah. It's pretty big, man. I think. Yeah, it's for sure. Pretty big. I remember as an adult mm-hmm. not having a cell phone. You know, as yeah. an adult, as a full function adult, hanging out at my friend's house and literally just having to watch them play video games. That was the entertainment. Yeah. You What's know? crazy for me is that. I remember being in seventh or eighth grade and getting my first phone and freaking out. <laughs> and it was one of those, uh, like, you flip it up, but it had the little text pad in it. So oh, it was so cool. man. But I didn't have any friends to text, so that was the problem. So I didn't actually really get to use it that I'm much. I'm pretty sure my motor function for just using the, like, a numerical pad to yeah. text is still there. I think if you gave me a flip phone, I could still, like, just rattle off a text real I quick. I think I'm man. super fast with flip phones still. I, I mean, used like, to have like that the for a while. Yeah, I was good with that. Okay. I was good with that because... Because I was, I had a girlfriend like eighth grade, so you had to text all the time, you know. You savage. I know. I mean, I could. You had my like texting bill. Don't even ask my parents. It was like <laughs> through the wazoo. That's so crazy. <laughs> you you said how to, many texts? You used to have to take days? the phone in my age that was attached with the wire and literally stretch it all the way out just so you could get around, oh around to like, the other room. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. And then, but I look now and like kids younger than me. Then when I was in like 
sixth grade, like fourth and fifth graders have phones. That's weird to me. Dude. I don't know. I don't think I said it that everything's changed so fast. My daughter has an iPad she knows how yeah. to use it. She mm-hmm. can literally take my phone and access YouTube. Yeah. And like, she literally watches like videos of, um, kids playing with toys. It's, yeah. it's crazy. And you know what? Like at, at first thought you're like, Oh, I don't want my kid to do that. Yeah. You know, like I should limit her screen time. She has learned so much. Oh, yeah. I so bet. Yeah. much. She literally, she's like, there's things that like, I, I'll talk to Ashley and I'd be like, did we teach her that? She's like, no, I don't know where she got it from. You know, I mean, obviously we have like filters, so she can't go too far down yeah, the yeah. hole. But well, because you get down that YouTube hole. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> I was, I'm old enough to have avoided that to yeah. an extent. You know, I still prefer like quality entertainment, but yeah. like not next generation. That's yeah. insane. I mean, so much user created like content is out there. Mm-hmm. That's like all she watches, man. And yeah. it's impressive because like then she learns how to play. And oh, she's yeah. like, I mean, I, I'm telling you, man, like I feel a little different. Like I was talking to my buddy about this. Um, because everyone's like, we want to limit our daughter's screen time and we want to make sure they don't have access to that kind of stuff. But mm. that's the kind of world they're going to grow up in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like my parents never really limited me playing like video games. And I didn't think anyone or anyone thought it was going to be like something like just kept going. But like yeah. as an adult, like I still play the super prevalent. It's a big yeah. part of like culture and stuff like that. Oh, it's so, huge now. So now like when it comes to like my daughter and her like screen time, yeah, we don't want her to get a lot of it. But I don't think like... Like, that's literally, she's not even three. She can literally use uh, um, a smartphone. Yeah. You know, just like the touch the screen, she knows how to touch it and this, that, and the other. That's a good point because you always hear people saying, like you're saying, everyone's like, limit the screen time, limit the screen time. But you make a good point that you can learn a lot, actually. And if not, if not even learn, you got to remind yourself that you are not that generation. Yeah. That generation that comes after you is going to have a whole different set of things they're going to have Tools, to deal with. Whatever you know? it is. I remember, like, as an adult or as a kid, thinking, like, you know, my dad, you don't understand, you don't understand, <laughs> and like he didn't to an extent, but our generational gap wasn't that big as far as like technological. And then, like, techno- technology just exponentially increases that it, gap. It's in crazy. It's crazy. So, like, I try to be open minded and say, like, I don't, I'm not going to raise her the way I was raised because mm-hmm. that's like, what's the word, anachronistic. Yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. it's it's not how things are done anymore. It's, yeah. it's different. Like the way people are growing up now, the things they have access to. It's it's changed it's changed the game. So yeah. I try to be open minded as much as I can. I mean, you know, that's like I mean, I literally try to be open minded about everything. Oh yeah, you have to be. But like when it comes to like raising your kid, it it so raising your kid is a lot like um, sports science or nutrition. Okay, you ask fifteen different people, you're, you're gonna get, get fifteen different fifteen opinions. different opinions. Yeah, and everybody is right to an extent. Yeah, you know. Um, so this is how I really try to do anything at all. Like I will literally try to gain as many opinions as I can. Mm-hmm. So if you ask 15 people and you get 15 totally separate opinions, you know, then, then it's probably best that you figure it out on your own yeah. as much as you can without, you know, yeah. without ignoring what's out there. But if you ask 15 people and like 13 people at least have one commonality, mm-hmm. yeah, there's probably some truth to that and you can yeah. really look into it. But, um, you know, it, Finding the average of like a million different opinions is like, Mm -hmm. because you could just go, you go on the internet and it's like, well, I did this with my kid and someone else is like, I did the exact opposite. Oh yeah. Some people are like, I would never hit my kids. Some people are like, I spanked my kids. And you're like, well, where, where in lies, like maybe it's depending on the kid. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying like go out there and like spank your kid. I'm just saying you never know. Some people are like, I only feed my kid organic food. That's all I do. Some people are like, I don't care what my kid eats. You know, is, is, um, as fit as I'd like to be, as like healthy as I'd like to be, I really don't 
watch what she eats. Yeah. You know, like um, we don't just lather her in junk food and give her nothing yeah. at all. Like my fiance is really good at making sure she has all the things that she needs. But she has like, the Google maps to the McDonald's. Down the street. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, kids don't even remember McDonald's birthday parties. That's how old I, I am. I don't remember. McDonald's. I've never heard of a McDonald's birthday sure party. I'm pretty sure I had one when I was like five mm. and I'll never forget. That it. sounds like amazing. One of the best birthdays I've ever had. Excuse me. But like my kid, like she, um, you know, like any kid, they, they grow on, food you know like you need a lot of fat for the brain this that and the yeah. other so i'm not too particular on it my kid's like she's outgoing she's just mm-hmm. never ending so yeah i'm at a certain point you're gonna have to start to like taper it once they're like done like growing and whatnot yeah. but um I, we try not to be too militant about it yeah you know but that's what i mean like that's just us it doesn't work for everybody it doesn't mm-hmm. work for every family it doesn't work for like um you know even like my friends or whatnot everybody does, does something different um i do find that when there's like a super common goal all the way around or, or, um, or answer, I should say, like, I try not to ignore it, but when it yeah. comes to like exercise or whatnot, like there's a lot of different opinions. Oh man, that's like, you can go down the rabbit hole real quick on that. Realistically, this podcast could survive just off of that type of conversation for years. Cause it's always changing. Oh, yeah. Always there's changing. There's always, always new changing. information and there's always different information. Like the diet question, you could go into whole ketogenic thing and then you can go and you see other people function real well on higher carbs. I do. I just like, I, I promise you, I, I, I don't eat a lot of carbs. Like, I don't eat bread. It's not even because yeah. I like, I eliminate it. Yeah. It's, it just is not part of my diet. Too you just don't have it all the time. Yeah. If there, if it's in the house, I don't avoid it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If you're like, hey, we're going out on a picnic this weekend with a, a couple people, you yeah. let's make some sandwiches. I'm not like, ugh, yeah. I'll take mine on like you're a cabbage like leaf. <laughs> I'll eat bread. It's <laughs> That's fine. That's a pretty healthy relationship with food though. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. guess. Mm-hmm. Like, I could see where mine is like, I've talked about it before. I have an issue with that. Yes, you do. Yeah, no, I, I, almost, I still agree. If I had time, I almost made some like something. That I made personally, and on air, I was going to make you eat it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I will admit, I did loosen up a little. I have been loosening up a little bit recently. I've been seeing, actually, some pretty good results. So maybe I'll be having those those pork belly. Oh, goodness, man. They're so good. But still, Fried I still think people wings. consensus agree that that might have been cheating a little bit in that uh, wing no, competition. No, no. Okay. When <laughs> you make the rules. True. There's no cheating. Yeah. So in question, we had a wing contest here at the gym. And instead of bringing chicken wings, I brought pork belly wings. I took pork belly, mm-hmm. braised it, fried it, dipped it in yeah. some wing sauce, and it won because it's <laughs> pork belly. It's bacon yeah. before it's turned to bacon. Oh, my gosh. Lathered in buffalo sauce, which is like probably my most guilty pleasure on this planet. You could literally put like a, like uh, wing sauce on a tire. And oh, I'm like, buffalo oh, sauce I'll, is so I'll good. <laughs> so good. It's so good. You know, and it's probably not all that good for you, but like, all right, like, Let's have a realistic like conversation for a second. Not that we haven't been, but like, mm-hmm. what, what's important? Is it like, is it important to bat a thousand as far as like your diet, your routine, this, that, mm-hmm. and the other, and limit your life experience, mm-hmm. or do you find it to be more adequate to enjoy your life yeah. while taking some things you know that's not going to be great for yeah. you, like eating bad or staying up yeah. late or going out drinking with your friends? Mm-hmm. Like, where does that line for you cross? Like, what 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 camp are you in? Me. I'm getting more and more towards uh, get that enjoy life bit. I'm getting more toward like there was a period in time where I think I really needed the whole militant. I'm only eating this. I'm not eating anything else. But I've seen that I've kind of improved. My stress and everything has gotten a lot better if I just relax and loosen up a little bit and just enjoy. Like I used to be super hardcore. I'm getting to bed at nine and because I don't want to be tired in the morning and like 
I would say within the past like year or so, if I'm hanging out with friends, if I'm just having a good time, I'll be like, you know what? I'll be a little bit tired tomorrow. What's the what's the big deal? I think that stress is probably worse for you than anything else you could do to yourself. Yeah. You know, and it's unavoidable. The wrong type of stress, especially. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. like, if you're saying, like, I was stressed out about making sure everything in my life oh, was yeah. perfect to make mm-hmm. sure that, like, my exercise and my intake, yeah. I personally believe, and I could be wrong, I personally believe, like, the stress that that causes, if it was causing you stress, it's almost doing worse. Oh, it's almost no, doing yeah, more for damage, sure. you for know? Sure. Because I would be, like, super freaked out if I didn't get my workout in at the right time and stuff like that. And then I found out I've actually improved over time because I've loosened up on that. And I've just kind of done what I just listened a little bit more to my body and been like, all right, I feel like I need to do a hard lift today. And if I, then I feel like I've seen improvements that way instead of like having just like a regimented, I need to do this every single day at this time. Right. Right. Yeah. This, I mean, the schedule is good. I yeah. found that's actually helped me later on in life. Uh, since I've opened the business, I've been on pretty, you know, I wouldn't say rigorous, but structured schedule. Oh, yeah. And then there when should we be had like the, some loose structure. Yeah, but then when we yeah. had the kid, it became much more uh, rigid as far as just like the structure of my day. It had to be. Yeah. And I found some solace in that. I really did because mm-hmm. I wasn't the type of person to, to plan ahead. Yeah. Um, I always had high metabolism, so I could always eat whatever I want. I could mm-hmm. always exercise. I've never been in tune with my body. Like you were saying, I listen to my body. I'm like, no. I don't, I don't really think I ever really did. Like I don't think yeah. I don't think I recognized the cues. Now I'm a little older. Mm. Like I'm not just like a rocket of testosterone and like fuel burning calories yeah. all the time. So like now I'm a little more aware. Like um, I was talking to my buddy Jim and um, about like eating and whatnot. Oh, it, we're gonna have Jim on. Yeah, we're, we're gonna have Jim on. He's awesome, man. And mm. like so, it, it comes down to like I I think this is where it's hard to become like. Uh, macro conversation as far as like what works for everybody because mm-hmm. I, I think your individual diet and your individual metabolism is so much more yeah. important than just you i mean like whatever yeah. i do is not what's going to work but what i was saying was um maybe i was even talking to nick and jim was there but i was saying like uh, nick's one of our students here yeah. um i like to make sure breakfast and lunch are pretty much structured yeah. Those are the two meals a day that I know what I'm eating. I know how much I'm eating. Yeah. Most of that's actually not because mentally I'm making that decision. It's because um, I have a hiatal hernia, meaning I get like just really bad heartburn. Yeah. You know, uh, GERD, if you will, if you want to, you know, be a dick about it. <laughs> that's the worst <laughs> word in the world. Anyway, so I have to make yeah. sure I eat specifically at certain times so I don't get heartburn when I train. Yeah. So, like, I have to make sure I'm eating foods that are sort of basic and this, that, and the other. So it's pretty healthy. But dinner, I eat whatever I want. Yeah, and, I, and the only thing that was different was when I was talking to Jim about it was how much I was eating. Because mm-hmm. I would go home and just like make that deficit Destroy up, oh, whatever man. it is. Especially after like two hard training sessions with like lifting in between, I go home and just crush some mm-hmm. food. So um, now that I'm 35, my metabolism is a little slower. I'm still like you know pretty good metabolism, but I've just yeah. limited a little bit of what I'm eating at night. Mm-hmm. I've already noticed like a huge difference. Yeah, you know that and like tanning tanning makes you feel like you look better oh my gosh it really does <laughs> i've been doing so much of that just going out in the sun just being shirtless uh, this is the first great. year i've ever done it oh i don't know why my fiance's like you want to go sit in the sun and like for 35 or 34 years i was like Ugh, yeah that sounds awful yeah and then, like this year i'm like you know like all right let's yeah. see what this is all about and yeah. then i'm like ah, i feel like i look a little better i was just talking at work today the 
some of the best times is when you're sitting there and you're like, your eyes are closed. You're not asleep, but you've got that like sun sleep going. Mm-hmm. You're sitting there. You're like, oh, I don't really know what's going on. And then you wake up and you're like, I don't really know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, we have to be outside together because my like daughter will play in the pool. And if I start yeah. like drifting, you know, I start like twitching away. Yeah. Like, I'm like, Oh, she's dying. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. She's literally oh, just my. right where I left her. <laughs> yeah. You know, but like, yeah, you get that like half asleep, that half malaise. It's just like sinking in. I like, when I do that, I always twitch. It's the worst. Yeah. I just twitched myself awake. I did that awake. actually an hour ago. I was doing that an hour ago. <laughs> Where at work? At work. I went. <laughs> I was. I was working, and I didn't get that much sleep last night because people were over, were hanging out. Because you were loose, man. You were having was, a good I was, time. I was having a great time, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna like. I'm gonna go. We were playing Alien Isolation last night. Oh, we really? We were taking turns. And have you ever played that? No, I know what it's about. Like me and horror games. Mm. Like I, I'm easily. I'm easily scared. Yeah. No, totally admit it. Like, I, I, I will oh, jump. I get terrified. <laughs> okay. I get terrified. I get terrified watching other people play. <laughs> like, I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, my gosh. What the? Holy shit. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a game where, like, if your flashlight runs out, you have to find the batteries oh, for it, right? No, it's worse than that. But I'm just saying, like, it's one of those games where you have oh, yeah, no yeah. weapons. It's literally just, yeah, just like, hide the from alien, this, uh, And so, basically, the way it works, I'll, I'll do, like, a quick rundown. The way it works is the alien hunts you because we were doing the challenges basically where you you get a mission and you got to complete it in a certain amount of time. Mm. We were taking turns. Nobody completed it, obviously. Right, right. We were playing on like hard mode or whatever. But the alien is is uh, the AI is smart. So if you're in an area, it hunts in that area and it can hear all the sounds that you make and everything. Ugh, and you can get it to a level actually where you can hook up your mic and it can hear it sounds you. Sounds like me sneaking around my house after like nine o'clock and my kid goes to bed. Oh yeah, you just don't want to wake him up. <laughs> it's just like, I know, a where, I know where every creek in my floor is. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see a quiet place? You want to talk about being scared. I yeah. promise you, I have almost ninja kicked my kid like six times because <laughs> she'll get out of her room. Yeah. You know, like we've, we've made her like bed, like a, a toddler mm-hmm. bed. So she'll get out and it's dark, you know, yeah. and I'll turn in the corner and you think you see this like little like shadow but you don't see it and all of a sudden you just hear this daddy you're like oh, oh my Jesus. gosh what are you doing <laughs> you know? i literally ran into her one night and yeah. like luckily my reflex isn't to punch it's to like recourse and like complete horror yeah, just get terrified <laughs> you know? like literally like if i died being scared like it would have to be a total like closed casket or just burn yeah, yeah. me because i would just like be frozen in horror oh you my know? <laughs> like like the cats that they used to be in like ninth grade um, class when like the the other the AP bio because I wasn't that smart was uh, mm-hmm. dissecting cats in our room for a month oh was just gosh. covered in these like cats who were like just frozen in horror yeah. <laughs> just like, in this bag full of formaldehyde and we weren't even using them they were just in the room because oh, dude, the other so class gross. I had to do one <laughs> this semester like, Jesus that's really, really <laughs> terrifying you know? I hope that's I hope they don't do that to me but that's what I would look like <laughs> yeah. if I died at that exact second because I, I get scared super easy like this is my kid like yeah. at this point now I won't even turn the corner without like the flashlight on my phone on you uh, know like i literally i leave the, the hall light on just because yeah. i know she'll get out my fiance turns it off i'm always like i'm we'll, we'll do this thing where we're sitting there we think we hear it and i'm like you're looking not me yeah i'm, like, oh. I'm too terrified <laughs> she's just you're just gonna scare me and it's just that jump scare you yeah. know like i'm mm-hmm. anyway yeah that's why i don't play scary video yeah. games have you seen a quiet place what i don't know i mean that's the movie it's, it's a new movie or not new anymore no it's no, basically no. the basic premise is, is there's these aliens hunting everybody and um, you, any sound you make. Oh, I've heard can, of it. Yeah. yeah. But they have all the floorboard creaks painted. 
yeah, you, yeah. You've just got a mental mm-hmm. note of it now, right? It's it's. I promise you. When you make a when you make the wrong one, you oh. do it too. Like it literally goes from like the foot all the way up to the top of your ears. You're just like, oh, God, please don't wake up. Yeah. She's a little older now, so like she'll sleep. Like mm-hmm. we took her camping over the weekend, and like it was raining. It was like you know. Uh, warm, this is that and the other. Sometimes there was no sounds at all, and she was just out. Yeah. You know, so like it's a little bit different. But when she was like seven, eight months, you know, mm-hmm. even if like the dog was like coming down the hallway, sort of like wagging its tail, and yeah. I have labs, so all you hear is like that, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, God, please be quiet. No, no, quiet. don't, don't hit the wall. <laughs> oh man, yeah, she's she's something else. That kid. Mm-hmm. No, wait, home. What were we? Oh yeah, so I was. Uh, the, my uh, my little sleep half sun sleep is where we were at mm-hmm. before we delved off into a whole nother thing. It's going to be a lot of this. Uh, no, I'm sure. We, if anyone didn't know, you are a jujitsu black belt. We, yeah, we will that's hit that. why I'm here. Yeah, I'm that's assuming. why I'm here. We'll, we'll hit that at some point. But I got I now have to talk about this falling asleep in the sun. Okay. No, so... Yeah, I was up late, and that's why we were talking about alien isolation. But I would, like didn't sleep that great. I loosened up a little bit, but I was at work, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm just tired. And I went in the car. I was sitting there with my eyes closed, and I started like having little t- dreams and like twitching, <laughs> like, like like flailing out. Man, it, that that's a good place to be, though, kind of. Well, so <laughs> once again, I hate to keep bringing this up, but when you get older, that's when you hurt yourself. <laughs> that's when you I hurt promise yourself. you. Ask anyone that's over like the age of like thirty three or thirty four, and they're like, "Oh, I hurt my back." You're like, "Oh, what were you doing? Were you lifting something heavy? Were you I training?" Napping. I was literally asleep. And I like my I jumped and I pulled a muscle on my back. Oh. I have hurt myself in my sleep more times in the past two years than I have on the jujitsu mat. That is so funny. It's, I was about it's, to say. it's funny and it's kind of like silly. Like now I'm at the point where I'm like, I have to warm up to get out of bed. Like, that's where I'm at. <laughs> I roll around all day for my job and I have to warm up to get out of bed. <laughs> I can literally fight people all day as long as I'm warm. Yeah. But if I'm cold, I literally have to do a full squat just to get the dog bowl. Oh, you know, my. it's like five thirty in the morning, and like the cats and dogs, they're up. They need to be fed, and I'm just like looking. It's way down there. I'm way up here, <laughs> and I'm like, how did I get to this point? I mean, literally, like I can go into the gym if I'm warm. I can just do this all day, yeah. and fight full grown men, mm-hmm. and and be successful at it. And now my dog's looking at me like, you're gonna feed me, and I'm like, look, look, relax. Give me for a, second a second here. I gotta get warmed up. I have to make sure I do this properly, or else, like, I'm not coming back up. Uh, yeah, you and know? you're not gonna get any food because that's how we make money. <laughs> It's like you're not even smart enough to go get help. You yeah. just sit there and like look at me. At Maybe even run because I'm just yelling. Oh my! <laughs> I'm in pain. <laughs> I love my dogs. But I don't think they would help me. No, definitely not. For sure not. <laughs> They're just like, well, I mean, like, what's this food situation? I know you can't do it, but if we go wake up the other one, maybe they can. You it's know, too or, many or, steps. I'm just saying, like, we can just follow your daughter around all day yeah. and make sure that we get whatever she drops, which is, I'm pretty sure, most of my dogs die yeah. these days. <laughs> Dude, you just lay ruthless. in bed. You just flex your muscles over and over again, just to try and get them warmed up. Well, it's because like, I'm a light sleeper and I switch sides. Yeah, I, I'm super envious of people that can sleep on their back, or just some people are like, "Oh, I can sleep anywhere." Mm-hmm. I cannot. I'm always been a light sleeper. It's super frustrating because I do yeah. need good sleep because of what I do. But um, I think that's it because I'm always like tossing and turning, yeah. and you do it with just like you know, like the way you would move it on jujitsu mat. Like it's mm-hmm. I hate to say it because people say this, but I don't mean it to be like you know, um, pretentious or whatnot. But like that's kind of how you move like you're hip escaping basically oh yeah know? i, and I so, sleep on the floor i do that all the time oh you freaking weirdo man <laughs> do you have a bed and you just opt not i actually to... have a bed i sleep next to my bed oh, goodness it's gracious about, if i reach you've the... listened to too much joe rogan 
Oh, no, I just doing that way before I even started listening to podcasts, which is the funny part. Crazy. This is what I talk about, like, or what I was talking about, like, my quality of life includes sleeping on a bed. Yeah. You could literally be like, look, no buffalo sauce for a month, but you can sleep in your bed. You'd be like, All yeah. right, that's okay. I Man, oh, goodness gracious, you're crazy. I, we brought, <laughs> I brought my futon mat- mattress mm. camping. Now, once again, I am an Eagle Scout. I camped for my entire childhood with like yeah. the old school canvas tents. You know, oh my like, gosh. Like literally like having to like cook like two pounds of bacon in one giant pot just because you only have like one oh stove, my gosh. you know? But um, nowadays, like um, I was talking to my other friend who's an Eagle Scout and I was like, do you ever go camping anymore? Uh, no, I did enough of and that. And he was like, dude, I bring my, my, my camper. He's like, I don't, <laughs> I don't do it. And so when we were going camping and we were bringing Hattie, I, I was like, I was frustrated because we had everything we needed, but a few of the, the, what I thought I had were the, um, you know, camping pads were all dry rotted. Just like I got yeah. rid of them. And I, I thought I'd still had them. So didn't have enough time to get new ones. And I'm like, that's it. I'm bringing the futon mattress. <laughs> and she's like, it won't fit. And it didn't. But I mean, like we made it work. It was work. worth it. Yeah. It was worth I mean, it. literally like you should have seen how I packed this car. It was like my poor dogs had to sit on top of each other, which is not how I do things. Yeah. But I was like, look, this is important to me. So like I literally slept on a futon mattress while camping. I slept better than you camping than you do <laughs> on your own floor. Some nights are rough. Man, do you even sleep with a pad or something? I have a mattress that I fold in half. No, no, not a mattress. I have a what is it? A comforter. A comforter. It's like a really light comforter. I just fold in half. Yeah. It's about as like thick as that rug. There. My my whole my arms would fall asleep, and mm. I mean that truthfully. It's not even I'm just being oh, that like happens silly. To like me. My, that happens would, to me. my arms would fall asleep. My legs would fall asleep. Man, Mm-mm. I take a pillow and I fold in half and I lay. And I put it right up against my shoulder like that. Oh, I I sleep with at least four pillows. Yeah, dude, I'm the kind of guy that when we go to like a, like a, a a hotel, so you take all of well, them. We we do like hot wire. And if anyone out there is listening, if you ever go into a big city, yeah, like hot wire is the way to go. Just mm-hmm. because if like there's always rooms available, we've gotten some really really nice rooms for really cheap, like in like Manhattan especially or like Philadelphia. But like we show up and I bring my own pillows. Yeah, you know what I mean. And they're like they're <laughs> I don't, they're not like fresh brand new pillows. You can just see that like there's like drool stains all over them, you know? <laughs> and I feel so bad. We're like checking into one of the nicest rooms in this hotel. And I'm just like literally like with two Vera Bradley bags that uh, Ashley has and yeah. like four pillows stuffed under oh. my arm. <laughs> and like the, the bellhop's like, you want me to take that? And I'm like, not really. Like, uh, I don't, I wouldn't do that. These are my pillows. Like I'm not, I don't even leave home without at least four pillows. And one of them is like a massive body pillow. Oh my gosh. Oh, Tom, right? Tom, he's like one of our black belts here. He was like, oh, I got this body pillow, right? And yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, he's like, yeah, it literally wraps all the way around you from head to toe. I was like, dude, that's a, that's a pregnancy pillow. Ashley had one when she was pregnant. He's like, oh, yeah, I don't care. And I don't blame him because like, I remember looking at her like literally sleeping in this massive womb. You know, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that looks pretty comfortable actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it doesn't, doesn't look bad. I'll just take my measly four pillows and like piece them together like Voltron over Oh my here. gosh, dude, like a little puzzle. <laughs> They're just so old that there's like spots in there where they just fit together dude, now. Dude, I take two pillows and stuff them into one pillowcase for like the one in between my legs you know what i mean yeah. like i got real thin legs man they start rubbing against each other it's just like all bone on bone you know oh man so it's not even one's not enough i need two pillows stuffed mm-hmm. into one and like actually i'm like i sleep with five pillows that's i don't know if you consider like you know that like a two for one but that's that's the deal <laughs> I, I might have like 20 pillows in my house oh man <laughs> i can't even imagine that i need comfort man i, I need it 
I grew up that way. I, 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 first off, I envy you in a way that, like, at your age, to have the drive that you have to see things the way that you oh, did, you. that was not the way I did things at all. Mm-hmm. I have literally fallen ass forward through life. Yeah. Like, just barely planning the next step. You know, sometimes you fall, sometimes you don't. And I'm always envious of people that, like, had a plan. Um, you're 23, yeah. and, like, here you are doing your podcast. When I was 23, I was just keeping my buddy's couch from floating away, Yeah, you know? I mean, luckily, I always loved jujitsu, and it was always just a, a constant. Mm-hmm. So, like, um, eventually it just kind of you know, t- took center focus. But, um, yeah. but, yeah, I'm envious of that, man. Like, yeah. literally just had no planning. Uh, yeah. Everything I've done in life, I shouldn't say that. I don't mean to come off that way, but it's true to an extent. Like, I just... You just kind of you kind of got lucky a lot. Charmed your way through. That's it, huh? true, man. Yeah. That's true. I remember when I when I met Ashley. I you was charmed your like, way on this podcast. Oh, <laughs> stop it! You know, <laughs> by pestering you for like the last month. Like I'm. I'd no, be a good I absolutely guest. wanted to have you on. All right, let's yeah. talk about jujitsu. You know, this is the perfect segue, actually. Okay, the perfect segue when you start talking about jujitsu. But first, before that, I just wanted to say because I actually envy you because I feel like you've got it all figured out, and I'm like flailing through my twenty. I'm twenty three, and I feel like I have no idea what I'm doing. Oh my goodness, you have no idea how silly yeah. that is. See, that's funny. Funny. It's funny that you when you look at me and you're like, man, you've got all this drive. You seem like you got to figure out. You're doing your podcast. And I'm like, dude, I don't even know. If what I'm- not figured out, you have. <laughs> I should say I'm not envious of what you have as far yeah. as like, um, what you've gained, but I'm envious of the drive that I yeah. think you'll be able to continue on mm-hmm. through Thank every you. facet of your life. Yeah. But, but once again, maybe a little bit of the way I do things and a little bit of the way you do things yeah. meeting together is really like formidable. Oh yeah. Because like, I think having the ability to, um, have, I don't want to say the word charm cause I don't mean to be like, you know. Um, it's disingenuous, but being mm. able to be a people person, being yeah. able to like communicate and say what you need, say what you want and just be okay with things developing the way they do is important. Mm-hmm. But I also think that having the drive to initiate those types of yeah. activities mm-hmm. is, is as if not just more important. Mm-hmm. But once again, then it comes down to quality of life. Yeah. Um, I could just end up homeless. You could. You go, well, you, you always sleep on my mats. Oh, yeah. No, it's I don't probably even... better than your floor. I mean, they're It mats. actually is. I actually have given myself rug burn. Oh, no doubt, man. Yeah, you because could... I sleep on a rug, and then if the if the uh, the comforter moves, it, it's it's over. Oh, man. It's over. My hips are You'll just- You'll be the first person to ever get bed sores from not laying in a bed. <laughs> I, there's been times where I'm like, I can't sleep on this side tonight because- Oh, man. Like, I have to be careful. You're crazy. You're it's like so this crazy. hip, because like, I have this hip bone right here. Right, right. It's just like- well, start eating cheeseburgers, man. Oh, give, man. give yourself your own comforter. I started eating cheeseburgers again, actually. So just good. no bread. but No bread? Yeah. Just a cabbage wrap? Well, actually, no. I'll do like sourdough. My mom makes it so good. Sourdough? That's bread. Yeah, it's, it's bread. It's bread. Of course it's bread. It's not like... And no, it's bread. It, it's definitely bread. It's definitely bread. You're right. It's definitely bread. But it's I mean, good. like, I think that your, um, like, system is just like a furnace. I mm-hmm. think it's it's burning so hot you could throw yeah. anything in there yeah. and it would just eat it up. That's I how so. I look at life. I'm like, look, yeah. as long as my output's higher than my input, mm-hmm. you know, or at least equal to, yeah, um, I'll, I'm gonna be okay. Yeah, you know. Well, you definitely you, you run the gym that way. That's true. You put a lot into the gym. Well, There's, what's what we were talking about being like a people person? And, yeah. Um, this is like this is important to me uh, as far as like like an honest conversation or serious conversation is mm-hmm. like. 
when people pick a gym or anything in general, yeah. it doesn't have to be jujitsu. It can be tennis. It can be football. It can be like shooting or this, yeah. that, and the other. You're you're entering a community. It's a big choice. It's a community yeah. though of people. Yeah. So when you do something, the community itself has to be conducive to the way that you want to learn, the way that you want to yeah. progress. And it's amplified in jujitsu because you're like literally in each other's faces. Mm -hmm. All the time. Yep. And you can't hide. No. Oh, no. You know, like, um, I love, I love conversation and I love talking, but like, I learn more from anybody just training with them mm -hmm. because you can't hide. You, I mean, I've said this before. I'll say it again. Like, you can't hide on the mats. That's it. It's just that your personality comes out. If you like to work hard or if you like to like be timid or no. you don't know how to like push the pace, you only know how to push the pace. All these things yeah. come out within the first 10 minutes of training, yeah, not yeah. even 10 minutes. Like it's almost when we slap hands and start, yeah. I get a clear picture of 80% uh, of your personality. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, and that's a, that's a big tool. So like in jujitsu, like the community, like, or I should say my output physical yeah I, I put a lot of like time training mm -hmm. i love training i like to think more output comes from me just being personable being oh, yeah. able to engage people mm -hmm. i'm a black belt and in the jujitsu world or at least it was you know these walls are all breaking down really quickly mm -hmm. but um used to be like you weren't allowed to ask an upper belt to roll you weren't yeah. like you know you weren't allowed to even like really approach your black belt i mean you could but like you know there was like this like yeah than now feeling mm -hmm. and like i don't feel like that at all yeah. i don't take my belt with me i'm just jason you know i'm on the mat so mm -hmm. i train with everybody but i spend a lot of time um curating the the attitude of the community in here so oh, if yeah, you're a new student sure. and you walk in and you don't feel welcome like that's my fault mm -hmm. and i can't do it personally well i should say um entirely yeah, because it's a it's a team effort. So mm -hmm. when you come in, you don't know anything. And my student Chris grabbed you and was like, "Hey, I want to work with you," mm -hmm. you know, which he does all the time. He's an awesome guy for it. Thank you, Chris Cantwell. You're an oh, awesome Chris, person. Chris is not the man. just Chris. I love but, Chris, but um, yeah. and he'd be a good person to have on this podcast. Oh no, I want to have him on for sure. He listens. Yeah, he listens. That's what I'm I saying. Love yeah. Chris Cantwell. Yeah, I come was, to the podcast. I was hanging out with him last night. We were actually having a conversation. Well, remind me to come back to this. Uh, okay. The eighty twenty. Remind me because yeah, I might the steal. I might Tim steal his yeah. thunder here a little bit, but it was him that originally talked about it because I actually thought this was really interesting, and um, we could at least wax on it, and he could bring the big details. Yeah. But um, if like somebody like Chris grabs this uh, this person and makes them feel comfortable, like that's important. I mean, it's it's more oh, no, important. It's huge. And not just in jujitsu, but in anything. If you walk into a place and just people are pretentious. Like if you feel like, uh, like some people just feel like that's where they belong. They have to earn their way back up. Mm -hmm. I mean, you pay to be here. This is your choice. Yeah. So like when you walk in, you're equal to anyone else on this mat, including me, mm -hmm. you know, like, um, you play tennis, right? Yeah. And I, from what I've gathered, you're pretty good at it. You mm -hmm. have a tennis shirt right now. I'm right. assuming you like tennis. <laughs> Ironically enough, I'm wearing a jujitsu shirt. <laughs> One of the few ones I have, but, um. I don't know the first thing about tennis. I don't even know how it's scored. Yeah. I always giggle when they say something love. And I'm like, yeah. I don't know what that means, but it's hysterical. Yeah. My point is, is if I were to want to play tennis, mm -hmm. you know, I would have to walk into a community full of people. And I would really hope somebody like you would yeah. be there to be like, hey, let me show you or this, that, yeah. and the other. Like, mm -hmm. everybody's good at something. Um, mm -hmm. I always tell people to, if you get a chance, go to work with like one of your friends. You know, yeah. like take a friend to work day. My my friend Jim drives a truck and like a big dump truck, and I've gone to work with him before. That's some good advice. Yeah. Well, well here's, here's like the point that. though is like, you see, there's literally a dump truck driving down the road right now. I'm looking right at it. Yeah. And my respect and appreciation with the person who's driving that 
is already infinitely higher than it would have been had I not been in that yeah. thing. Because I've known Jim for a long time. Yeah. We're just buddies. He yeah. gets in the truck and he starts driving it around. I'm like, I couldn't even turn this thing on. Yeah. And I know how to drive stick shift. I have a, you know, I have a, yeah. a manual transmission. I'm one mm-hmm. of the few people that still do. But that thing's totally different. Like, yeah. I think, I don't even know. Maybe there's like, I, I couldn't even tell you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just watching him wheel this thing and not just on a road, but through fields. You know, because he delivers like soil to mushroom farmers and stuff like that. Okay. I was like, I've never seen you in this light. Yeah. My other buddy sells ammunition and we went to a, a gun show. Mm-hmm. And just watching him walk through this place and everyone being like, hey, what's up? And he's like, hey there, Tina, I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah. What's up, Joe? Looking good, man. Yeah. And just knowing everything he knows about firearms was like really impressive mm-hmm. because like, once again, it's an entire culture, the stuff that I don't know, I'm trying yeah. to learn about, I'm trying to educate myself. So when somebody walks in here, I try to remember that. If you're a new student and even if you're like, oh, I just do like, you know, IT stuff. Well, I don't. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying like IT stuff's interesting. However, (laughs) you spend eight hours a day doing it. You're good at it. You're good at something. You are paying into society in some way, Mm -hmm. shape, or form. So I'd feel disingenuous saying like, oh, well, since I'm the black belt, you should respect me just because of that. Yeah. You'll respect me because when we train, obviously I know my jujitsu. Obviously I, you know, I know how to roll in this, that, and the other. But like Mm -hmm. when we leave this place, I'm still just Jason. You know, I'd still like to text people, hang out, and Mm -hmm. You know, talk about video games. Go on a podcast every now and then. Yeah. I love this, man. This stuff's fun. Mm -hmm. I love to talk. (laughs) I'm glad. No, I I already said, I said, I'm so excited to have you on. I'm a little nervous that I can't match up to how good of a guest you'll be. That's not true at all. It's your (laughs) podcast. Like, there's there's no no measurement. Mm -hmm. Well, you know how I am. I'm a little competitive like that. (laughs) Well, so am I. I hate to admit it. I'm I'm pretty competitive. (laughs) I I always tell myself I'm not competitive. (laughs) But but, deep down. But in jujitsu, it's so... In your face that no. it doesn't even seem like it's a thing anymore because no. you, I've won and lost so many times. Oh, yeah. That I don't feel like it's subjective. It just is. But when it comes to music, this yeah. is this is like a little self-admission. When I see a guitar player who's better than me, I hate it. Yeah. I hate it so much. And I instantly want to be better. Instantly. I'm just like, nope. I'm going to be better. Yeah. You know? And I, like sometimes I'm just like, uh, yeah, you're more technical than I am, but there's no feeling. And it's subjective, (laughs) but it's totally subjective. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. but that's, like I said, I'm super competitive like that. Um, Mm -hmm. I've been in a few bands where I wasn't the best and um, it just like, it just boils in me. You're like, oh, I practice out of spite. You know, (laughs) you're just sitting there with the angriest look on your face (laughs) playing guitar. (laughs) Like not giving up my solo just because I want to be in control. Oh my gosh. We had a lead singer. He's really good. A good looking guy, a total front man. You know, mm-hmm. like no matter what you say about being a musician, the front man, the singer is the conduit to the crowd. You yeah. know what I mean? Because everybody can sing. I'm not saying everyone can sing well. Yeah. I'm not saying everyone can sing technically, mm-hmm. but anybody can hum a tune. Yeah. Anybody mm-hmm. can like, you know, whistle Dixie down the street. So when it comes to like being in a band, that's the thing that people connect to. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter how good a guitar you are because maybe 20% care. The yeah, rest of yeah. it are just waiting to get back to the part where they can sing along and dance. So knowing that, I would just play to the twenty percent as like much as I could, yeah, yeah. and not give it Sell back. It hard, <laughs> but that made us way better, mm-hmm. right? Competition breeds success; it really does. I yeah, mean, absolutely. And um, you know, the more you do this, the more you podcast, man, you're going to be awesome at it. I hope so. Well, it's consistency, right? We were talking about yeah. before we went on. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Chris about this actually. 
uh, is that a lot of it is just doing, no matter how good or how bad the episodes are, is just at least doing episodes. Because yep. otherwise, if you stop doing episodes, nobody sees you. Well, that's the thing. Like, we're talking to Jim about lifting weights. Was um, He's like, some days you're not going to have it. No. You know, some days you are. But those days you don't have it as long as you went through the motions. It no. becomes like a part of your schedule. It becomes part of something that like you oh, yeah, literally sure. a lot of the time for it. Maybe you didn't maximize it. It's mm-hmm. the same thing with anything. Like I do it a lot with jujitsu where um, I'm a lot better these days at throttling back a little bit if I need to. Okay. Um, it was hard to do for a while because like I just started this gym and I feel like everything's riding on my ability to perform. Mm-hmm. And to an extent it is, but yeah. maybe not as much as I was projecting. Yeah. You know, so... Now I, uh, I have a lot of good students. A lot of people came already doing jujitsu, so the gyms grew pretty fast, mm-hmm. and our um, our top end's pretty high. So I can kind of disengage sometimes and not yeah. go through like you know serious rounds or hard rounds. I can grab one of my upper belts and just have a good five minutes and making it beautiful, playing around. Yeah. And um, you know, the ego sometimes will always want to creep uh, back yeah. up. I know, especially. You're just getting beat a little bit. Oh, man, they, they say this, like, uh, we probably talked about this before, and I probably talked about it. Um, just a bunch of anyone who's ever heard me talk. But when they say there's no ego in jiu-jitsu, it's absolute horseshit. Yeah. Absolutely. When they say there's no ego in general, that's horseshit. Yeah. And I don't mean that as in, like, you're wrong. I mean your understanding and interpretation of ego is wrong. Yeah. Because ego is not bad. Yeah. You know, id, that's bad. Yeah. So when I'm in a jujitsu match and somebody's trying to submit me. Yeah. It's not my id saying, whoa, 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 whoa. Don't you you can get out of this. My yeah. id's like, just quit. It's easy. Yeah. It's right there. Mm-hmm. You're 95% through this. Your <laughs> ego is like, there's room, let's escape. Yeah. You know, so that's a healthy ego. Yeah. Now, when the chips fall where they do and you're beat, yeah. you say, All right, ego, take a second. Yeah, yeah. Remember that we're beat. We'll tap, and then we'll be pleasant about it, and we'll yeah. come back. Mm-hmm. But, like, ego is a big thing. But as long as you understand that it can be positive, yeah. and it gets a negative connotation in this world, like, oh, ego. Yeah, that guy's yeah, full yeah, of ego. That. that guy's full of asshole. Yeah. Not ego. <laughs> He's full you of know asshole. what I mean? Like, <laughs> ego is a positive thing. Like, ego allowed me to come and do this podcast and be, like, thrilled to do it. Yeah. Because I'm confident in my ability to talk, but mm-hmm. I'm not pretentious in it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, my ego allows me to train consistently and always look to be better. Mm. It's just a matter of like how you project that. Like, yeah. just don't be a jerk about it. Like, understand that there's times that the yeah. ego has to take a back seat. And that really, for you especially, that really goes to building the sense of community too. Yep. Especially here. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which it, is something that I noticed right away when I came here was like my first day I called you and I left a message and then you called me back and you were like, well, we've got a class going on. I was like driving home. I was like, all right, okay, I'll come over. I remember being here. I was like, this is awesome. Uh, this is my first time ever doing this, but I love it and I'm going to stay. And that was something that I, people ask me about like, Oh, where do you go for jujitsu and everything? And it's just whatever, what you've created here, especially I just want to thank you because it's just so, easy to jump in oh man i appreciate that and i i've never been to another jujitsu gym (laughs) so i am extremely biased here well you're not allowed yeah so (laughs) i would kick you right off the dump just kidding i've never (laughs) been to another (laughs) my my ego's not gonna let you go (laughs) well it's just because i'm so good looking (laughs) you never come back yeah and um so i'm i'm a little biased obviously and i haven't had like other experiences but i've always tell people i say i don't know what it is but when i came here i felt like it's special like whatever we have, it's special. 
Well, so yeah. I've been to other jujitsu gyms, obviously. Yeah. Um, and whether this is special as far as it's unique, mm-hmm. I would hope not. I would hope not in the slightest bit. Yeah. But what I did was I, I recognized what I liked and didn't like about other places. Yeah. And then I built my gym according to what I thought would be yeah. a more conducive place. Mm-hmm. Now, the most important thing that anyone could ever learn about jujitsu or anything like of this nature is there's the right gym for you. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, yeah. I was about to say that. Like, find the gym where you fit in, yep. and it'll be special for you. Like mm-hmm. for me, this is—I never want to go anywhere else. 